Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130. To Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991. To Boston, Bloomberg 1200. To San Francisco, Bloomberg 960. To the country, Sirius XM Channel 119. And around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Taking Stock. I'm Kathleen Hayes at our San Francisco Bureau. We wrapped up a very interesting conversation with uh, President of the San Francisco Fed, John Williams, and two of his top researchers. And now we're going to be diving into a topic that they are certainly watching closely, and that is auto sales. Pim Fox, of course, back in New York. Yes, uh, the U.S. may uh, be the lone bright spot in an otherwise sluggish global economy. American consumers continuing to buy expensive new vehicles at record levels. We're going to find out what this means for investing in automobile companies. But right now, let's go to Catherine Cowdery in the Bloomberg Newsroom for a Bloomberg Business Flash. Thank you, Pim. And Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by Sector Spider ETFs. Why buy a single stock when you can invest in the entire sector? Visit SectorSBDRS.com or call 1-866-SECTOR-ETF. More weakness in Chinese and U.K. manufacturing is weighing on the stock market. It's renewing concerns that China's economy is slowing down. European officials trim their economic growth forecast for the 19 countries that share the euro currency. U.S. earnings remain mixed with AIG declining after posting a third straight unprofitable quarter as Pfizer gains after it raised its outlook. Apple on track to break its eight-session losing streak. The retreat wiped out about $79 billion in Apple's market cap. Walter Pichek is an analyst at BTIG. I think the concern is more of a trust factor with the company, whether they can actually develop new products to provide an incremental revenue stream or provide something interesting enough uh, in the next iteration of the phone in September to actually return to growth. The thing that's holding the stock where it is today is this hope that you're still going to get growth in the December quarter. Apple shares are up 1.9%, trading at 95.41. We check the markets every 50 minutes throughout the trading day. Dow Industrial Average is down 147 points, 8 of a percent, trading at 17,742. S&P 500 down 19 points, 9 tenths of a percent, trading at 2,061. The Nasdaq is down 51 points, a loss of 1.1%, trading at 47.66. West Texas Intermediate Crude Oil down $1.07 a barrel, 2.4% to 43.71. Ten-year Treasury up 22.30 seconds with a yield of 1.7945. And now let's get an update of some of the other stories we're following today. Thank you, Catherine. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Ramey Innocencio. This news update is brought to you by the Jeep Grand Cherokee, the most awarded SUV ever. The Grand Cherokee continues to raise the bar with its luxurious interior and legendary 4x4 capability. Drive one at your local Jeep dealer today. Democratic presidential candidate Hillary Clinton is walking back comments she made earlier this year, saying she wanted to put coal miners out of business. I don't know how to explain it other than what I said was totally out of context from what I meant, because I have been talking about helping coal country for a very long time, and I did put out a plan last summer. And it was a misstatement. Clinton apologized after being asked about her comments by a West Virginian who recently lost his job at a coal company. On the fifth anniversary of the death of Osama bin Laden, President Obama is defending his targeted approach to fighting terror. In an exclusive interview with CNN, President Obama said the use of drones as a mechanism of war is handled with extreme caution. We insist on near certainty that not only is the individual that we're trying to strike uh, uh, or the compound that we're trying to strike uh, an active terrorist threat, but also uh, 
uh, that uh, we're avoiding uh, civilian casualties. Mr. Obama also said the next president would most likely follow his lead rather than his predecessors. And the state has redesigned the domestic violence incidents report form used by police so officers can record more details that could be used in investigations. Global News 24 hours a day powered by our 2,400 journalists in more than 150 news bureaus around the world. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Ramey in Asensio. Catherine. Thank you. And here's a quick check of the equity benchmarks. Dow Industrial Average is down 164 points at 17,726. S&P 500 down 21 points to 2,060. NASDAQ down 55 points to 4,762. And that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. The automobile industry taking a look at Americans' love affair with the automobile. Alan Baum is the principal at Baum and Associates, based in West Bloomfield, Michigan, and he joins us now. Alan, thank you very much for being with us. Good afternoon. All right, so just give us the lowdown on today's uh, sales reports for April, and what does that tell you about a trend, if anything, for the rest of the year? Well, to be honest, it's kind of boring. It's kind of been what we've seen in the last few months. Uh, crossovers good, uh, new pickups doing well, uh, cars struggling, depending on incentives, sometimes doing better than, than others. Uh, that's just the trend we're seeing. So, Alan, uh, when you, or is there a chance that we have to take the last two months together to get a sense of what the trend is now. Last year was such a hot year, and you know, it looks to me like car companies are still doing really well, a lot of them. Uh, but in terms of pushing the economy forward, people say that you know they have to be net growing. What what's going to happen next month? What kind of trajectory are you on? Well, the, the biggest issue this year is going to be incentives, and that is, will the automakers hold the line and not try to gain market share as the market plateaus? If the answer is no, ironically, that means that we're going to see stronger sales with a bit of a payback coming forward. If the answer is yes, that they hold the line, then we'll have very modest increases from last year, which was an excellent year. We'll plateau this year. And then we'll start to decline fairly modestly uh, next year. Um, and, and so the, the question then is, how high do we go this year before we start to, as I say, plateau and modestly decline? And in terms of volume, the impact is going to be somewhat modest. In terms of earnings, the impact can be rather significant. Um, and so, for example, GM has been losing market share this year because they've been holding the line on fleets. Uh, their, their incentives are, are creeping up, as is most of the industry, um, but their, their, uh, their results are excellent. Ford, of course, because of the full year of the F-150 being available this year, uh, is doing extraordinarily well. Their volumes are going up. They had an excellent first quarter, and, uh, and, and they're uh, in, in increasing their fleet sales a little bit uh, to make up for some lost time uh, that they say they will, they will scale back later in the year. Chrysler, on the other hand, FCA, um, is, is somewhat treading water. Their volume is decent. Their incentives are high. They're clearly not making the kind of money they need to make at this point 
important part of the business cycle, and obviously uh, Sergio Marchione's discussions about uh, needing a partner are related to this. Alan, can you comment on the RAV4, the small SUV from Toyota? Because I note that it broke a monthly record with sales up 32%. Yes, and, and, the, and that whole segment is on absolute fire uh, in a good way. And it's a question of uh, incentives. For example, uh, the Ford Escape uh, is not growing at that rate simply because they can't make more of them. In the case of the RAV4, they've got a little bit more availability. In the case of the CRV, they're building them in three plants, so they have strong availability. In the case of the Rogue, uh, it's doing really well primarily on the strength of imports, again, because they don't have enough capacity. That segment, if you throw enough product at it, you're going to sell and uh, with, with very modest incentives because of the demand. If uh, I'm a Volkswagen, Alan, should I be happy that my United States sales drop is the smallest since December? Well, you know what they've done is they've, they've uh, increased their production over the last few months of gas models. Um, I suppose you should be, uh, because of all the diesels they can't sell, I suppose you should be happy about the volume. You're certainly not happy about the profits. The, the incentives on those vehicles uh, are dramatic, uh, and they're going to get bigger. Uh, you've got a dealer body that is in, in open revolt, uh, and this is isn't going to change because of the requirement of the court to keep this under wraps until they get every uh, I dotted and, and T crossed, and that's going to take some time. Can automobile factories easily switch from making cars to making SUVs now? They can make cars to crossovers. They can't necessarily switch from making cars to sport utility vehicles. And I make the distinction between the front-wheel drive product and the rear-wheel drive product. And most of the demand is in the crossovers. Now, again, just because they're on the same platform doesn't mean you can make that change easily. But you are seeing uh, automakers make those kinds of changes in the production design process so that they do have flexibility going forward. And, uh, you know, for example, uh, at Ford, you've got uh, the Fusion and the Edge are on the same platform. They're built in different plants. So there's a little that the flexibility is not uh, immediate by any means, uh, but uh, from a, an engineering standpoint, you can plan for that going forward. Alan Baum, right. Principal, Baum & Associates. Thank you for joining us. Talking about automobile maker shares of Ford down about one and a half percent. GM lower by nearly one point eight percent. Coming up on taking stock, we're going to take stock of where to put your money. We've got Michael Cugino. He is the president and portfolio of the permanent portfolio family of funds. That's next.